Hey, welcome to another episode of Caffeine Inspired. I don't know. One day I'm going to figure out how to start these things. We'll figure it out. I have no idea. But today I got a good response last week kind of talking about the um, what these people owe me when I ask them to be on the show. Um, just a real quick wrap up of that. They don't owe me shit, but I really would like it if they would tell me something. Did anybody hear a laugh in the background? There's a reason for that. I have a guest this time. It is the most frequent guest over on Play Comics, and now the most frequent guest here on Caffeine and Spite, with a grand total of two appearances. It's Carrington Martin. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, Chris? Uh, everything right now, it seems like. Yeah, I need this right now. I need this as a good distraction. All right, so... Oddly enough, for a good distraction, we are here to talk about times that people told us they were not going to come on our show. Yes, yes. And just for everyone that's listening out there, my show is Real Dudes Podcast or an indie gaming show. In general, one of two things happens. And I think in your case, Chris, probably the same thing happens. You either get a response or you get no response. <laughs> and we're not talking about the no responses today. We're talking about actual responses that say no. Yeah, the no responses, essentially there are no, but, you know, whatever. If you don't hear anything back, there's no way that they can be bad or good. They're just kind of not there. Exactly, exactly. And I, I thought when you first mentioned this, and I'm like, this is actually a really good co topic to go to for anyone out there that might be wondering, like, hey, Carring Carrington or Chris, what's it like running a podcast? What's it like when you put yourself out there and you need a guest on? And I think this is a perfect way to let people know that most people are not jerks, even in their rejections. Honestly, I don't think I have gotten really any bad responses to asking to be on the show. Um, there's only two that I can think of. One was one person just kind of flippantly telling me, oh, yeah, I'm not going to do it. That's weird. Yeah, but I mean, that's also one of my worst ones, so I'll take that as a win. Okay. The other one is what I'm going to start out with, and really, I don't think this is that bad, but it, again, it's one of the worst ones I've gotten, and I'm not going to tell anybody who these people are, because the point of this is not to put anybody on blast or throw names around or anything, oh, gosh, and no. I know, right? Especially because I would really love to have all of them be on the show, and I don't want to ruin that. This first person, I don't think it's ever going to happen just because of their answer. They said, I don't really like talking to people I don't know. Sorry. That's literally all they said. You know, that's, I mean, it's straightforward. It's to the point. And they, they could have been, they could be uh, similar to my most recent rejection. They're just not, um, they're what I'm, introverted. And sometimes when people are introverted, they don't know how to respond in an effective maybe business-like-ish manner if that makes sense most introverts i know are very straight to the point and it can come off kind of smart alecky you know and they don't mean it that way although me knowing who this person is i will tell ever this is as much information as like of identifying stuff as i'm going to give anybody all of these people that i'm talking about are I don't want to say that they're all celebrities, but they all have a big enough internet presence to where if you get inside their niche, people know who they are. That's fair. That is totally fair. 
because uh, my first one, um, if you give me just a few moments, I can actually bring up the email um, because it was he was very formal, um, very nice about it. And I could not blame him. Like, I almost felt great about getting rejected from this person, you know, like it was that nice. And I'm like, I, I don't feel so bad, you know, bro, if I could get have responses like this all the time, I would be more than happy get rejected like this um oh yeah i'm right there with you there are definitely people where if i get an actual rejection from them i'm going to print it up and hang it on my wall yes i know exactly what you mean and i have to I, i'm doing a search and i can see there he is okay so this person is making an indie game uh it's it's made some noise in the indie scene for what it's trying to do not going to name the game not going to name the person um even if it was a nice response um this response was hey thanks for reaching out thanks for the offer unfortunately i think i'm going to have to decline i'm an introvert and i'm not comfortable doing live interviews like this, so it'd be really stressful for me. Thank you, and good luck with your uh, future endeavors. I'm like, oh, and he also said, take care and have a nice day. And um, then I responded later, because I found out when I sent that email that that particular independent uh, studio was going through actually a lot of drama. And so I thought in my head, like, oh no, he thinks I'm contacting him to have, have me on the show to comment about all this drama when we're not a drama show. You know, we just like to have fun. And so I just wanted to make sure I cleared the air. He was like, thanks. He, I'm not, I'm going to paraphrase because he kind of wrote a paragraph and it wasn't mean about it. He's like, thanks. You know, it's appreciated. Sounds great. But I just want to let you know, I'm still introverted and interviews uh, stress me out. Um, but thank you for reaching out and clearing things. But I did not think that those were your intentions. I'm like, you're making my heart feel fill up with just love and warmness see that's really nice though too because with the internet you have the ambiguity of not knowing if they understood things the right way or if they even saw the message or anything so it's nice that they went i mean i went with this first the first one that i already told you all about and wrote back to him and just said all right that's cool you know keep doing the cool thing that you do online that i enjoy Never heard anything back about that. I didn't expect to hear anything back about that. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like I said, just to get a response, no matter what it is, it is so nice. Even if it's a no, it's just like, now I don't have to worry about this person anymore and I can move on and not just sit here and wonder. Because there are times where, yes, indeed, I have gotten a response and it's a yes, but it's three, four, five, six months down the road. And then you almost forget about those people. Yep, I've got a few people like that that are just sitting there right now. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. I don't want to bug them again. Right, and that's the other thing. You don't want to bug these people because maybe they're super busy and, you know, they just haven't, maybe they haven't seen your email or maybe they did see it and, you know, just didn't get a chance to email back, which I'm also bad about sometimes. That reminds me, I need to email somebody back who asked to be on Play Comics. 
Yeah, you showed them to I, me. I need to do that. Yes, yes. <laughs> Don't be like our guests. <laughs> well, I mean, I no, because I'm going to say yes. But of course. Yeah. So the second one I want to tell you all is probably my favorite one that I've gotten. It's the closest to Hang on the Wall of all of these. It, okay. Honestly, it's probably actually Hang on the Wall. But um, this one says, please inform Thor of my undying love. Because and I talked to them. I'd said something about my cats because this person has cats. And do I know said, this person by chance? You might know the name and I'll tell you what it is, who it is after we're done recording. Okay. They say, while I enjoy podcasts, I'm not familiar with any of the current comic inspired video games. My current gaming consists of Overwatch and Slime Rancher. So sadly, I think I'm not your person. Um, that one, they got back pretty quick for who they are. I mean, that okay. is the closest to a uh, celebrity, like super known celebrity that I'm talking about here. Okay. And they got back pretty quickly. Um, I wrote back to them, said something about how I'm doing older games on there. And they're like, no, I'm still not going to be able to be a good match for you. So it's not going to happen. So, I mean, they got back to me twice. The second one is basically the same thing as the first one. It just doesn't say anything about my cats. But at least they got back to you in a, a very timely fashion, which is almost unheard of. They did. Um, and they see the thing I really like here is they laid out to where there is a possibility somehow maybe of them coming on the show later. So they didn't completely cut that whole chance of something ever happening out. But they also laid out a really good framework of this is what you're going to have to do if you want to get me on the show mm -hmm. and I mean, just really let me know that it's probably not something that's going to happen. Right. But they were so polite about it the whole way that it really, it actually got me to be more a fan of theirs than I was before. Well, that's good. I mean, especially since they were consistently nice and you did the same thing I did with a response like this, like, there's a possibility with something because here's my thing or, you know, this is how I meant it. And, and they, even though you still got a rejection, it's not like, at least from my perspective, you weren't bugging them or anything like that. You were just, you know, confirming some certain things to make sure everyone was on the same page. Yeah, because I want to make sure that they know I want them on the show. Um, I don't want to sit here, talk about drama things. I don't want to... Like, I don't want to get a DC writer and go super ask them about all the problems that DC has had lately. And I don't want to get, like, Neil Gaiman to talk about Spawn, because that's a pretty well-documented, like, issues there. I don't want to get somebody in to talk about that. Right. Now, I have had people on the show and discuss drama because they brought it up. That's not the reason I'm having them on the show. And I would imagine that you're in the same boat as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it comes up, it comes up. What are you going to do? I mean, right. Andrew Reiner brought up his own little drama stuff. I mean, nothing involving him. So that's probably a bad way to put it. But just when I had him on to talk about Spawn, he kind of talked about all the drama that really led to everybody leaving and image becoming a thing. So, I mean, 
you can't avoid it, and sometimes it really is a, a big part of the story of why something happened. But what, what are you going to do? do? So sometimes, what can you hate and what can you do? Yeah. Uh, the next one is, I would say, a decent internet celebrity. Um, they were actually recently in the news for a good reason. For a good reason. They were recently in all of the big uh, like gaming outlets. Um, I wanted to have this person on because I'm a huge fan of theirs. And, and they're, the channel he was a part of before he left... Um, and started doing his own thing. Um, he played a lot. Well, he still plays a lot of indie games. And even back then, he played a lot of indie games. Even though that's not his shtick. Um, it's just what he so happened to do as a variety uh, gamer, YouTuber, and now streamer. Um, yeah, I wanted to have him on. Um, back then, he was part of a, a big uh, well, group on YouTube. Like a huge group that has their own PR firm. And so I went through the PR firm and um got a decline uh, they, they declined the pr firm declined and i just have bad timing sometimes with these you know when people reject me with these rejections because when i was trying to email the the big group you know the pr firm i, I didn't know this but it was at the, around the same time the person i wanted on our show he was actually in the middle of quitting um behind the scenes so um i've tried asking him personally since then no response but like i said he's kind of he's, he, he would be considered somewhat of an internet celebrity at this at this moment in time but he, i wouldn't say like huge he's i wouldn't put him on pewdiepie's level but he's got some decent amount of fame I mean, i'm gonna combine a couple for my next ones um they're sure definitely like you have to be in the niche and people will know who they are but um, two of um, one of them is thank you for the offer, but I'm really just not a video game person, I'm afraid. Which, granted, this one was more like, I don't know how much of a game person they are, but I still think that they would be good on the show. Um, so, you know, it was worth a shot. And, yeah, and they've... And if I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> they pretty quickly got back to me. Like, this one was within a couple hours. They got back to me and said, yeah, it's probably not going to work. And the fact that they say they're not a video game person, because your show, your other show, is so centered around the marriage between comics and video games, it would be hard for that person to probably talk about the video game side of things. But I can really get them on for the comic side of things. and true. Um, if you knew who they were, you would see how perfect and amazing that would be. But I'm okay. not going to say who they are here. Okay. The other one I got that was pretty similar was this person had looked at the list. Um, this Granted, this was at a point where the list that I have on the website for Play Comics was a lot of really obscure games. Because people had just snatched up all the ones that people knew that were good. Sure. But he said... Oof, I realize now I stopped playing many superhero games after the late 90s and up until recently. And then said he was sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough one to get around, honestly. That sounds like, hey, I want to be on, but I can't because I can't talk about ABC because uh, they were taken up. I know, and that's part of the hard one. Like, I get a lot of people who fill out the forms that... um 
over on Play Comics, I have a form for people who want to be a guest. And it's just something I have on there. So like if Carrington has somebody he knows who wants to be on the show, he can say, hey, go fill this form out and then you can get with Chris. I don't make people do it or anything. And, you know, if people just talk to me directly all the time. It doesn't matter. But the form is a nice little, like, here's a good way to get things started if you don't have any other way that you know how to do it. But I have a lot of people who will go on there and they'll say, oh, you know, I want to do this game that I've already done an episode on. Which is just, oh, sometimes because... I totally would have jumped on them doing it because their match with it is just perfect. Or they want to do like the Spider-Man PS4 game or X-Men Legends and, you know, just things that are both so far in the future that I don't want to book anyone for them. Although, spoiler alert, Spider-Man is booked because of a favor I had to pull with somebody. And I do not regret that at all. It was totally worth it. And the guest will be totally worth it. I was going to say, question, are you willing to jump ahead? uh, Because this person, certain people are willing to do, let's say you got, gosh, I don't know. I don't know who'd be a perfect person, which is the writer for for that Spider-Man, the most recent Spider-Man game. You got that writer on to talk about everything. Would you kind of jump ahead, be like, hey, we're going to do this episode now, release it out, and then continue on where you were before? Or would you just be like, you know what, just take your time. I would maybe jump ahead for something that was so super amazing like that. Okay. Anyone out there listening who might be someone like that? (laughs) I mean, not Spider-Man, because I'm not telling this person again, yes, can I please give away your episode that you already said you wanted? Maybe. I'm not doing that again. (laughs) It was bad enough that I did it the first time. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. You gotta go someone a favor for that doing that. (laughs) Yeah, and... Double spoiler alert for that one. Um, back when I was seeing if Jimmy Palmiani would come on the show. You actually uh, dropped a name. I did, because this isn't a rejection thing. Um, at first, it was just, hey, do you want to be on the show? And, you know, I know you have these games that you did. And his assistant person... Patrick, who is great and got back to me real quick and apologized for taking so long getting back to me at one point when he wrote back to me at like eight in the morning when I had emailed him at 10 the night before. Like, no, come on, but dude, that's way too late. That's the email I just send off so that you'll see in the morning. I don't expect you to be awake then. But he was telling me, you know. Jimmy's probably going to want to come on for something he's connected to. So that makes sense, right? Jimmy also wrote some of the Injustice games. Oh, I say that like there's a ton of them. Jimmy wrote on the first one. Okay. Yeah. There's only two, I think. Yeah. So naturally it was, I had somebody who said they were interested in doing Injustice. And I said, Hey friend who I'm legit friends with this person. There is a chance that, this guy might want to come talk about a game that he worked on. And if I can swing that, I know you said you wanted this. Will you hate me forever? And my friend said, no, dude, seriously, go do it. So I told him, cool. If you, if he takes your episode, you can have whatever you want that isn't already spoken for. 
And naturally, he said he wanted Spider-Man for PS4, and so that's why nobody is ever going to get it. Of Except course. for him. Wait, did you get a yes for the Injustice writer? Um, I got... It was like it was a couple episodes ago when I had him on to talk about his Kickstarter thing. Okay. So Injustice, Injustice oh, is still technically available, although okay. my friend that took Spider-Man is still going to have Injustice because it wasn't taken from him. Okay. Don't worry, you're still going to have more appearances than him. Unless a lot of things change in the middle. I know <laughs> we'll you want to keep your we'll title. See. I do, I do. I work very hard. But, I mean, just... I don't know. Like, I like that people want to come on. I like that there are episodes where I can see that people are going to be really excited when they come out. I just wish that people who randomly filled out the form would not all pick the same one because then it would be so much easier to book people for episodes. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, you, you do a pretty good job. I, don't, I haven't been to the website in forever, but I do know the list you usually give me is pretty updated fairly well. There's usually only one or two things on there that need to come off. Um, I'm very good about adding things to it because I want to make sure that there's enough there. Um, there's probably actually one or two I need to take off now after some stuff that happened today. Uh-oh. But that's why I tell people it's like 95% up to date. That's fair. That's fair. I, I don't have that problem uh, with our show, thankfully. Uh, a lot of times it just comes down to timing a lot of times. Oh, you know, just like my rejections. Um. And there's sometimes where can't have people on because of just timing. I mean, it's very hard sometimes to get an indie developer that's located in, say, Switzerland, being very hypothetical, because um, I can't remember the country that I'm thinking of right now. It's definitely in Europe. It's very hard to get people you know, across the world, literally, and be able to work out with their schedule and, and our schedule to effectively do it either going to be really late over there or really early over here and that can be really hard to work out sometimes and speaking of timing the last projection that i pulled up because i mean i've got a lot of them that are essentially like those last ones and either i don't play the games or you've covered everything i could have really talked about well uh the last one i got was somebody carrington you do know who this one is i'm still not going to say who they are but it's somebody that I was working on getting them on and we thought it was going to happen. And they just, they popped up one day and a message back to me. We, we pretty much, we'd gotten it down to like, what day are we going to do this? And we were trying to time it with something that was coming out. And they got back to me and said, realistically, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. I'm sorry. And I really appreciate the offer. It's just rough timing. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, like, yeah, sometimes it's just down to timing. There's nothing you can do about timing. Yeah, and with this one, I wrote back to them and said, hey, you know, if you want to come on, you know, we can have it come out after the date that I was kind of centering everything around. I don't care. I'll still do it. But this is somebody that I'm kind of in a community with, so I know a little bit more of what's going on in their personal life. So I threw in there to them. It's like, I'm not going to ask you about coming on for this again. But you know, I'm just telling you now, 
we can do it. Just tell me you want to do it and we'll get it figured out. And they seem to really appreciate that. That's, I mean, and, that, and if for anyone else that's saying about podcasts and podcasting, what it's like to, to get a guest, I mean, it's, it can take days, weeks, months setting all this stuff up, and then timing just sucks sometimes. I mean, it makes it harder and easier on my end because during the week, I pretty much have to start around 8 Eastern. Same, unless it's a weekend. Definitely because of COVID, I'm not doing a whole lot. So, and neither is a whole lot of other people right now. So, oh, yeah. I mean, if, it's, if it's not evening in the week, it's definitely anytime during the weekend. Yeah, weekends wide open for me. Like, I'm staying up here late with you because there's like no prep for this and we would just be talking about this anyway. So, it, it's not a big deal. It's not going to keep me awake. Because, spoiler alert, we started recording this about 9 p.m. Bum, bum, bum. Which, if that's something I have to do to record with somebody, I'll do it. I don't care. I've done it before. Yep, same here. But, you know, I can't do it during the day, during the week at all, because of my day job. And they kind of frown on if I took an hour or two out of the middle of the day and recorded with somebody, because I would still have to take my lunch break, because I just have to eat in the middle of the day. I've only done that once. Once. Recorded during the day, during the week, on my lunch breaks. I get an hour lunch. So it was, I had them, I, it, it, that's just how things worked out. I had them for that specific time. And um, I work, pre-COVID, I work from home once a month. I said, let's, let's do this day at this time. And they said, okay, let's do it. So it made it easy. I, all I had to do was eat while I worked kind of thing. And then when lunchtime came, got on, got prepared, did it and edited uh after uh, i was done with work so sometimes that does happen but not often that happened once yeah i don't work at home at all we tried it a couple times and there are just so many logistical things that it it isn't really good at, for my particular job because i mean granted i can do a nice chunk of it at home but then either somebody has to cover so much of my stuff at work or there's just a lot of stuff for me to do when i go back because I do legitimately would have to go back just for paperwork stuff. Ew. I know, right? Paperwork sucks. We have digital paperwork to fill out all the time at work. We don't have very many physical stuff to do anymore. Nice. Love you, Chris. <laughs> yeah, nobody saw me waving at Carrington with my one finger. But I guess that is part of the industry that I'm in and part of the industry that you're in. It's just some things just are and are not possible based on, based on industries. Yeah, what are you going to do? But I, I really did want to talk to you about this one because I feel like a lot of people that I've seen in some of the podcasting groups that are starting are talking. They're like, yeah, I want to get a guest all the time and do this. Or I asked this one person if they'd be on the show and they said no, or they didn't get back to me and it ruined my whole day. And it's like, no, dude, getting a guest is really hard. It, yeah. It's a lot of work. It, it, it is. It, and getting your first guest can always be hard. But once you get one or two under your belt, I guarantee you that the more likely, the higher chance it is for someone to continue coming on, uh, bigger and bigger guests or just more guests in general. Because um, I know when we first started out, we 
got our first guest and we told them, hey, we don't have guests. You'll be our first one. And it took us a while to get that first guest in. And I mean, six, seven months, um, there was a lot of no answers. And we finally got an answer and it blew our minds because it was someone who you, if I dropped their name, you wouldn't recognize their name. But then you go to Twitter and they have like, I want to say they're at a million followers now, but they're not a popular person. And finally got a chance to meet that person recently in person. And it was just wild to finally get to meet him in person because he was our first guest. And we've had him on twice now, two or three times because of the work that he does. He's a musician, so he does music for games. And so, um, yeah, I mean, once you get that first guest that to finally say yes, the more likely uh, the guests you're aiming for will say yes eventually claiming those kinds of guests it's not easy it's not easy but it's great when it happens it really is i mean looking at i just pulled up my website to like see who my first guests were because the way my brain works um i know what people did i don't necessarily know when the order that things happened but like the first first guest I had on Josh Bowman for the Silver Surfer episode, I just dropped a comment somewhere in one of the groups, the Facebook podcasting groups that they were asking, you know, like, what kind of thing are you like a little frustrated with or looking forward to or some? I don't even remember what the question was because it, it was so open ended. But I just said something about how I had to go record a Silver Surfer episode and I hadn't really read anything and didn't really know, but I had to do this episode. And this guy just happened to see the comment and popped in and said, oh, I like Silver Surfer. I'd be on there with you. Boom. So, boom. I had an episode. I had my first guest. And then from there, Paul Chomo from Varmints, who's been on a few times, had him on. Um, Tyler Kirby, formerly of Better Than Static. I miss those guys. I know. He needs to do something else, but had him on. And my first few guests were just a lot of people that I was friends with in the podcasting groups on Facebook. So, I mean, yes, going on and getting Gail Simone or Neil Gaiman or Shauna McGuire or anybody like that would be amazing for me. But you've got to start somewhere. And I mean, if you can get that kind of guess the first time through, I'm certainly t not telling you not to try, but also, you know, if you're going to have a show with guests a lot, you're not always going to have those super amazing guests. So, you know, get some people that, you know, you can get on. I mean, look at me and Carrington. We'll be on like almost any show. Ain't that the truth? And it doesn't even have to be about gaming or comic books, about anything. Mostly anything. I don't know much about, you know, like cars. <laughs> so I wouldn't go well on an auto podcast. But, you know. But, you know, we both know getting a guest is hard. Um, if you don't get a guest all the time, like on Carrington's show, then I honestly think that's a little bit easier because I don't know if I'm right about this, but in my brain, I'm imagining it as you can have it straight where this is the episode the guest is coming on, this is what you're going to do, and that's just all sitting nice and neatly in your brain. Basically, yeah. Especially if, let's say, 
Chris, you had a game coming out uh, in a couple months. I'd be like, hey, hey, you want to come on the show? I noticed you have a game coming on in a couple months. Uh, I can release it now or I can release it closer to game release. We can record it whenever. And um, I, I usually say something along the lines of, you know, I, generally the format of the interviews will go introducing yourself. We will talk about your gaming history, then get into your game. And then we'll leave it at that. And it usually takes about 20 or 30 minutes, sometimes longer, depending on how much time the guest has. Like when Chris Baker came on, which was great. I had him for an hour, I think, which was awesome because I love that guy. I need to get him back on. He's all man. He's I so do I, even though I don't think Zen Studios has done much recently as far as stuff I can talk about that they've done. Um, probably more pinball machines, but at the time they're coming out with a big game and it was it's great operencia. Love that game. It's great. Why did he have to go and have a kid? I don't know, but I don't know. Some people are just like that, man. It's true. I mean, right now, um, for me, pulling up the list of guests that I have, since I have a guest for every episode on Play Comics, um, there is one, two, three. I'm not looking at the right one. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six people for episodes that are actually scheduled. Like, I know when they're going to happen. That's not bad. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. That's a lot. And then I have another one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people where they're lined up with the game and it's close enough to where I could record it right now. But just for whatever reason, we don't have the time scheduled out yet. I mean, I'm talking to people and realistically saying, yeah, maybe October. Just, which isn't terribly far away, honestly. It's really not. It's just, it still feels like March or April, though. Now, I, I will have a question for you, Chris, because of the, the nature of your show. And I don't mean this in like a dickish way or I'm showing off or anything. But um, because the, uh, the content of our shows are completely different. I have had uh, creators, both big and small, reach out to me saying, hey, I love your show. I want to come on and talk about my game. Um, have you had any guests reach out to you by chance? Obviously, I have people who come on for the regular episodes and say, hey, I want to come on and talk about this game. Um, it hasn't been anybody who has worked on it yet. Okay. Part of that might be because everybody that I could think of that I would have been able to get on for a game that had anything to do with it, I asked them first. So I'm just going to completely ignore those. But for the Creator <laughs> Talk bonus episodes, I definitely have had people reach out to me first. That, to me, is always the most surprising thing when someone reaches out to you. And, like, because you're not expecting it, like... You might be going through your day and then boom, you get a notification on your phone or whatever. You get a new email and you're like, what is this? And then you look and it's like, hey, I'm a creator. I want to be on your show. And you're like, wow, you want to be on our show? And some of these people um, have been fans of the show that reach out to us. And I'm like, are you sure you have the right show? I mean, you have a good show. Why wouldn't they want to be Thank on you. it? Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. That means a lot to me. But I, I think you know what I mean. Like, because you don't, I, I don't think of our baby that way sometimes, of it being out in the world. Even though it's out in the world and anyone can go out there and listen to it, there's just times where you just kind of forget that some of these people actually listen. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody's show is better than your own. Exactly. I mean, one of the people that, um, I don't know if I can count the people, Ed and Matt, who wrote Invasion for Planet, Planet WrestleTopia, if I can get that out of my face right, as people who contacted me first, because that was kind of your fault and you telling them they should contact me. You're welcome. But they still, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Thank you for that, too. But they still contacted me before I could contact them. They contacted me. So I'll, how's this? You can count that because they contacted me about their comic. To cut into coming onto the show. And then I in terms like you should contact this guy. So they, they initiated everything, really. So it's all their fault. It is all their fault. Because comics aren't our thing, so I didn't reach out to them for that at all. They just so happened to be the writers of games that I've loved and enjoyed, and I had no idea. So obviously Carrington sprung this question on me. I couldn't prepare anything. Um, looking through my creator talk things just on the website. Uh, let's see here. Um, Will Dickstein definitely reached out to me before he did anything. Um, I think Pat Patrick Hickey Jr. of the minds behind whatever kind of game you can think of. It's going to be a Absolutely. series. Like yeah. l- let's let's not lie. I'm going to have a whole shelf of those in my house. <laughs> He brought up the idea of talking about his book, if I remember right, to me first, because I just asked him about being on for an episode. I think. But there have definitely been some other people. Um, like, I'm friends with Luke over in another community that we're in who came on for Super Slasher. So I honestly can't remember um, how many times I might have just mentioned to him that he could come on. And who seriously brought it up first? Um, Spencer Scott Holmes, I'm pretty sure, who did Pizza Boys, talked to me first. I think that's it. Yeah, because everybody else, I asked them about it. I think Nick Waits from Four Horses, he has a great game called Miles Kilo. Um, He was the first one to reach out to us about coming on the show and... He's since been a semi-recurring guest because he's a great person and knows he knows his stuff. He's a, a great guy, and I don't know. It's just after that, just seems things seem to snowball for the show. And I love doing this, man. Even if I never get paid full time for it, I just love doing this anyway. So, Carrington, if somebody wants to be a guest on your show, what is the best way for them to get in contact with you? Three ways. The way number one is probably the easiest. RealDudesPodcast.com. Click on the contact link. Boom. We get that. The, the entire group will get that email. Ways number two and three are very similar. They're just different social media outlets. You have Twitter and you have Instagram. Facebook, you can definitely message the Real Dudes Podcast. Facebook. It's just when you are part of a group like that, or you manage a page on Facebook, messages come in really weird. So it works, but I wouldn't suggest it just because of how weird Facebook handles a page that you manage 
Instagram and Twitter, DMs are the best way. I mean, for me, it's pretty similar. If you go to playcomics.com, I have a contact page with a nice little form mail thing you can fill out. Um, I will definitely drop some links to these down in the show notes because, and obviously I'll drop links to Carrington stuff too, because he's Carrington and I'm not a horrible person. But if you want to come on, mm-mm-mm. I'm not editing this either. So everybody's <laughs> going to get to hear that. Like if you want to come on play comics to talk about one of the games for one of the regular episodes, then I have a whole page just with like kind of this is what I expect from guests and a lot of it is my timing stuff and please don't talk on your 90s rotary phone or garbage microphone I know right like I mean I'm I'm nice about it whoa my binder clip that I was playing with just flew out of my hand um like I mean a lot of it is just it's like that kind of thing on what I expect I mean it's not super horrible but it also has the list of games that i'm looking to get booked the soonest so like if you want to come on the show to talk about a game say you want to talk about one of those and i will probably try to get you booked that day or you know at least within the next couple days because work is crazy and i only do work at work i swear of course that's all i do Mm-hmm. and if you want to come on for one of the creator talk episodes i have a different page set up for that I I know that the one for the regular episodes links to the creator talk one, and that's part of the things at the top is, hey, if you want to come on to talk about your thing, then go over to this page instead. I mean, I just I have email filters set up, so it, it just kind of goes to a different spot so I don't lose things. It works out a little bit better. But over on that one, it's the same kind of deal. It's just, you know, what kind of thing do you have? Is Does this have a date you need to get it out by to be useful for you um are you gonna be able to give me enough of a preview so i know what we're talking about because i mean you can say you're making a super cool comic but if i can't know anything about it then it's going to be really hard for me to talk to you about it and i'm certainly not expecting you to give me a free copy of your comic that you're trying to sell people that being said, that's what most of the people have ended up doing, because review copies are a thing that really exists. They are, and I've gotten quite a few of those, and they're nice when they ha- when that happens. I try not to do it as much now because of COVID, and I understand that money can be tight, but it still happens, and very thankful for when it does. I mean, I don't ask. I just I tell people very open ended, just like this. It's like I just need enough of a preview to know what I'm talking about. Like, I'll go ahead and just straight up say here, Luke Hare with his Super Slasher comic, I got half of it. And that's what he was willing to give people. That definitely gave me enough to talk to him about it. And that was perfectly fine. Like, I want to say basically everybody else, um, I got the whole thing. Uh, the jennifer de ross that wrote the gardner fox biography like i went and bought that myself because by the time i asked her about it she didn't either she didn't have any review copies left that she could get to me or the timing was going to be so tight that yeah i just figured it'd be easier if i bought it myself so that's what i did 
sometimes what you gotta do i mean that's what i do as well if especially if um you reach out to someone saying hey we'd love to have you on to talk about your game we understand it it's coming out you know whenever and if we don't get a response i mean that's perfectly fine what we end up doing a lot of times we'll, we'll buy the game still and still review it and let the creators know hey we, we reviewed your game and we this is here are thoughts and usually they'll get back to us then like oh my gosh thank you or you know whatever it's usually not that exciting but you, you get it it's 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 very it's they, they usually listen and say their thanks yeah and i mean i've gone and gotten that's a horrible sentence i've gone and bought every single thing that i've had on for the creator talk episodes anyway i think um except for one person because i honestly have no idea why i just have it and i need to go back and do that but every other one like it's a kickstarter where i either um already knew what level i was going to get so i did it before we even recorded or i was kind of in between levels and i was using the interview with them to decide which level i wanted to go with but you know basically all of them with that i've gone and bought it anyway i mean i i'm having you on for your thing because i want to let the world know about your cool thing and part of doing that sometimes is spending money so the publisher sees an extra copy that was sold creators supporting creators that's what it's all about now i'm gonna have that song stuck in my head <laughs> you're welcome you are so welcome but yeah you know check the show notes um you can figure out how to be on with carrington over on real dudes podcast which is really good you should check it out you can figure out how to be on play comics which is really easy because i have like two or three hundred games i need to get covered plus the creator talk episodes so that's a lot of people i'm gonna need guests for or i'm very bad with the social media for this podcast i honestly have no idea how anybody knows about it i mean if you want to be on this show for something then just let me know hey Twitter is probably the best way because I'm going to set Twitter up to send me an email. That's a good idea. I wish they could send you an email when you get a message in a group chat. Yeah, that's still not a thing. I know. Oh, group chats. That's a whole nother episode. I'm going to save this. I'm going to save that rant for the different episode. There you go. And... I I don't need to go, but I should go. Well, I that, work tomorrow. that sounds like a good plan because spoiler alert now, it's almost 1030 and I have to be up at 430. So that is Ooh. less than enough hours of sleep that are even possible for me. Sorry to hear that. Thanks for having me on, Chris. It's been fun as always. I can't wait to be on again, whether it be this show or, or the comments. Cool. Do all the things that I tell you to do at the end, which I'm hoping you remember because I don't, and I don't even think that there are any here. And um, stealing something that came up in one of the episodes of Play Comics, go be the Iroh that the world needs you to be.